new year. We hope you all had a wonderful and safe new year celebration and Christmas too. We haven't talked to you guys in a while. Or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah. Have a ha happy holiday season at least. Or a solstice. Perhaps you enjoyed a good winter solstice and seeing Saturn and Jupiter at their closest point. On the shortest day of the year, December 21st. Oh, my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but we really haven't seen you guys and talked to you since Thanksgiving. We definitely bit off more than we could chew when we decided to take this instant community news to a weekly format. We kind of forgot that life happens and holidays occur and other things. So we wanted to make sure that we switched over to something a little more sustainable. We think you'll enjoy it. So our new format for 2021, we're going to be bringing these episodes to you once a month at the beginning of each month. And we'll recap what occurred in the month prior to, as well as discuss upcoming events and opportunities for that coming month. So for example, today we're going to recap December, and then we'll tell you a little bit about what to expect in January. That sounds pretty awesome to me. And then also, at the same time, we will be doing Fashion Presents interviews in the middle of each month for you, beginning in February. And if you're new to this podcast, our purpose is to inform and inspire instant film enthusiasts by updating you all with the latest in tips, techniques, and trends. Each episode, as we said, will review current events occurring within the instant film community of Instagram, including contests, exhibitions, and publications. This is one of our favorite ways to discover new instant film artists and share and highlight their work with you here. We truly believe that this new monthly setup is going to enhance the clarity of the information we present in regards to timing, as well as allow for greater opportunities for interactions with both artists and you, our listeners. In today's episode, we will be recapping December's festive holiday challenge held by the official Polaroid account and also looking towards the coming month of January, which will include Martin Luther King Jr. Day and my birthday. During the second half of our episode, we'll include our traditional Polaroid fact, where Alex is going to tell us today a little bit about not so much Polaroid, but a friendly competitor of Polaroid and how they actually played into a great relationship together. After that, we'll then go into our technique to try at home this month. And of course, we'll wrap up with a personal note as we discuss our focus ons. Can I try the technique in the car? Yes, you can. How about at work? Yes, you can. What if I'm walking my cat? With your cat on a boat in your shoe, you go for it. If you can eat green eggs and hams there, you can try this technique too. But before you do... We need to hear a quick word from our sponsor, who makes this podcast possible. Oh, 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 I just woke up. What happened in December, Natalie? <laughs> uh, are you hibernating, Mr. <laughs> Alex Bear? I need a Santa Claus recap. Santa Claus cap? Yes, I was trying to go with the Santa Claus hat joke. Oh. For a December recap of what happened in December. Well, please update us. Well, there were a couple challenges that happened and a couple things that we did as well. The first one we're going to talk about is Polaroid's Festive Lights Challenge, which in our last episode, if you remember, we had discussed, but there was no winner chosen. Mm -hmm. 
We know who won now. Congratulations, Matthew. To Polaroids by Matthew. We want to talk a little bit about his photo. I love the neon frame. The post-it compliments the photo so well. The frame was the... Rainbow Limited Edition frame. Very nice. And it definitely went really well with the festive colors. There's the green and the red. So although it's rainbow, like he just happened to get those two colors on the same one. It looks really nice. His model, of course, is his sister. She poses so beautifully for so many of his photos and portraits. But the theme was festive lights. So we can see here in the background, he actually used a feature that is on the one-step cameras or one-step plus cameras in which you can do light drawing. Yeah. So it looks like there are definitely like these waves of light going on behind her and around her. It almost kind of reminds me like if she were standing in a room with a projector on. Yeah. And like the projector was behind her. I never thought of it like that. It's really so, again, congratulations, Matthew, on your congratulations. festive photo. Some of the other submissions, it looks like using that light drawing technique was very popular. Uh, one submission had featured a pile of lights on the floor, and then they used the light drawing technique to create a tree. That was pretty cool. I most certainly had liked the first one, which I, I don't know how to say this person's name. Signalassi. Yes, and they had submitted something back in October as well for one of the challenges because I always mispronounce <laughs> that name. But that close-up view that they took of the Christmas ornaments. Mm -hmm. The came, detail is wonderful. Oh, so crisp with the little lights on the tree and the gold reflection off the ornament. To capture that detail, wasn't there a trick you had just read about? So I have read, or perused, browsed, I suppose, a technique in which you can take a magnifying lens and there are ones that are made for Polaroid cameras apparently so to our listeners out there I Alex am not sure which one it is and if anyone can help us with it that would be amazing because other than just going out and buying a magnifying glass I don't start with that so if anybody has any recommendations on how to um, attach a magnifying glass to a Polaroid camera or someone who just makes um, attachments for them for 600s that would be amazing so one trick to getting smaller details to look enlarged is simply placing a magnifying glass in front of the viewfinder yes that sounds like a really cool trick we haven't tried that yet have we mm -hmm. we'll be sure to do that but alex you said there were multiple challenges in the month of december what other challenge was out there and there was also my holiday moment challenge like, you made it up? <laughs> you didn't make it Where Polaroid picked 10, count them 10 finalists, and they didn't, they didn't pick one winner. They just picked 10 people, and then they gave away 10 Polaroid labs, which was really, really cool. Now, I don't know for sure if they gave away 10 Polaroid labs, or if they gave away 10 Polaroid Lab-related gifts, because it specifically said, each winner will get a whole new way to deck the halls this season with a Polaroid Lab prize. Does that mean the prize is the Polaroid Lab? Or is it something to do with the lab? Or really... it's a four-foot string of lights that says Polaroid on it. <laughs> Let's try to get it. Because that's not a lab and you can decorate your holidays with it. <laughs> 
That's really cheap. <laughs> Either way, these 10, really great. Lots of fun colors and lights. I know we each had a few favorites. One of my favorites was from Princess of Manhattan. So Princess of Manhattan, let us know if you got a Polaroid lab or a Polaroid lab prize. <laughs> yes, let us know what your prize was. <laughs> a Polaroid lab sticker. Well, Princess of Manhattan had posted a photo of a young child being held up and he or she is reaching for the star that's on top of the tree that's illuminated. And I particularly loved this because of the joy that are in the child's eyes. And it reminds me just of the holiday season of its innocence and optimism and creativity, just that potential that anything is possible. And you really feel that as a child and you can see it through the child's eyes. So it was a beautiful shot. That was one of my favorites. I was thinking that star looks really sharp. It does kind of look a little sharp. <laughs> one of my personal favorites was from a weirdo guy. <laughs> that is his screen name. That is his Instagram account. <laughs> and Natalie had this mistake. She's like, why are you calling him that? That's his screen name, honey. It's a weirdo guy. I couldn't figure out what picture you were talking about. <laughs> And I really enjoyed this photo. Um, it's a side profile, and the subject has all the Christmas lights wrapped around them. Um, their eyes are closed and just a really big smile on their face. Uh, to me, I just took it the emotional route like I usually do. And I just really thought that the lights represented the illumination and like spirit that is just around us always that we don't always experience and it just captured a moment where the lights were turned on and i feel like the lights are always turned on but maybe only your friends family or even strangers see them sometimes you don't but this one captured when someone did and that little piece is captured forever so it's a little reminder and sometimes that's all you need so thanks a weirdo guy we both appreciated one of the final photos in the sequences, which was by artist Into the Polaroid. Thanks, Brett. This particular photo was similar to the one with the Festive Lights Challenge that we liked from Sikni Lacey, Sikni yeah. Lacey, where it focuses more on like a tinsel silver tree and the ornaments and the Christmas wrap in the background. Again, that crisp quality of the details is to be admired. I personally love the wrapped presents, but that's kind of because my birthday comes right before Christmas. So I just think of the wrapping paper, even if it's Christmas designs, I think of it as birthday design. <laughs> um, so I'm a little biased in that regard, but I most certainly appreciated the detail in that particular photo. And last but not least, I would like to say thank you to Kelsey, AKA Montebello photo for the wonderful submission that she had. It is what appears to be Santa Claus on. <laughs> I think it appears to be Santa Claus to you. <laughs> on a set of skis going across what appears to be a really big and treacherous infinite lake. Just to be clear, this is a so... person who looks more like a skier in a red outfit. I don't know what happened to the reindeer or the sleigh, but I really enjoyed this photo and how perseverance of Christmas never really ends, even when Santa Claus has to just use a set of skis and two poles to deliver all the presents. 
Thank you for this wonderful photo. And how could we forget the Instagram's Santa Claus photo that Polaroid shared as well in December? He makes a great Santa Claus. Now that was Santa. Like, that was Santa Claus. The person with this. No, was that not was Santa the Claus. Instagram. That was clearly so him with the photo. That was not Santa. That was Ben. That was not Santa. Well, one thing I really love that Ben did because he really did give us. A See, treat. not Santa. Ben. Yes, Alex. Not Santa. Ben on Instagram, known as the dot Instantgram, has a YouTube channel called In an Instant. On his channel, he shared a video of a Polaroid Yule log. So if you like to turn on the television and watch that Yule log light up for the holidays because you don't have a fireplace of your own, you can watch Ben's video. And it's really cool because as you see the crackling log in the background, you can then see a photo being taken with the Polaroid camera and then it's set in front of the camera and you watch it develop. Or you can do yoga to it. Which is what we have been doing the past few nights. I really like it. I've been doing yoga to a crackling log and approximately every 10 minutes the amazing Polaroid magic sound. <laughs> now what I really want to know is if he took several photos. Ah uh, yes, Ben, this is the question. So I feel like I ruined, I burst in Natalie's bubble. You did. She, she goes, oh, I bet he took how many photos? Oh, I, I think he switches the photos out like every 30 minutes. So there would be four photos. So she thinks that you took four individual photos. I think it's on a loop. I think that you're right. <laughs> but so, I like to believe that Ben took the same photo four times. <laughs> I want one of the four And I like to believe that Kelsey had a photo of Santa Claus. So we will let each of each other believe in what we want to believe. That's how couples stay together. I will let you believe in your abandoned Santa Claus Thank trekking you. through nowhere. Hey! Everyone had a great kiss Christmas, right? All small as well. That about sums it up for December. What's going on in January? While no official challenges have been announced yet, there are a few things to be aware of. If you would like to see your work featured this month, be sure to use the hashtag MyPolaroidNow. And Polaroid will typically go through these photos and they share them either as posts or on their stories. Mm -hmm. And we noticed in the month of December, Polaroid's official account started doing more daily standout photos in their story. They used to do them here and there, but I feel like they've really started to hone in on doing that more frequently. Would you agree? Yeah, that's very much appreciated by the community. It is. I always think it's really fun to see people that we know as well. It's like, oh, I think that's so-and-so's photo, and then we see it right away. Yeah. So it's a great way to see the community. One thing I really loved was the way that Polaroid capped off the year by doing kind of a hashtag my Polaroid now, which is the, the hashtag we said that you would use. But using that, they pulled select photos throughout the year and did like a little video recap of the year. Mm -hmm. That was really cool, the little slideshow. Yes, but I try to put on the perspective of what if I wasn't part of this film community, if I was maybe just getting into it or just looking at Polaroid in general, that that might almost look like, like an advertisement of sorts. Like look at all the photos people have taken. But then from where we're seated, 
and being part of this community, it was very nostalgic to oh, look yeah. at Did that. Did you see how long the tag list was for it? Yes, <laughs> it was fantastic. And they definitely put a lot of time and effort into it. They did. So if you would like to be featured, be sure that you're using that hashtag as well. So maybe we'll see your photos as a standout photo this January. If not, use hashtag passion through Polaroids. Or yeah, actually just tag us in your photos. We have a few people who started doing that recently and I love it. Yes, we do. Because I get to actually see their photos or I might have missed it in our feed as we're going through our daily routines. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them, in fact, I actually took the photo that she tagged us in and it's my screensaver on the computer. Busy thinking about girls. It was just a really cool photo and it inspires me, so. Tag us in a photo, maybe it'll be our desktop background. <laughs> Actually, there is something that you could tag us in very specifically, and that is our technique to try at home. So our or, or in the car or in a train or wherever Alex feels like mentioning that. <laughs> our technique to try of this month is inspired by Jamie Livingston's project. For those who don't know, Jamie Livingston, he was an artist who took a Polaroid a day on his SX-70 during the 80s and 90s. And some, from this regard, have made their own kind of challenge of a 365-day challenge. That sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It's every day of a whole year. So if you happen to be one of these people who is taking on the tremendous project of taking a photo every single day of 2021, Please let us know, because we want to hear your story, and I'm sure the rest of our listeners would want to hear your story as well. So, what is this technique to try? Maybe 365 is a bit ambitious. I know I'm not willing to commit to that. I That's too much. It's too much. We couldn't even commit to a podcast a week. I can't commit to 365 photos. The idea is to shorten it and to try it home this week. Our seven photos. Can you take a Polaroid a day? or an entire week and capture what it is that's brought to you in your typical week. The essence of your week, if you will. Yes. So technique to try, seven photos of the week. Mini 365 day project. Yeah, for just seven photos in seven days, maybe it'll inspire you or push you to take a photo that'll be your new favorite. Perhaps they'll be all different. Perhaps there'll be a theme. Maybe it's just your sandwich that you eat every day, and it's the same sandwich, but then on the last day, you're like, oh, that looks really cool. Do a double exposure of your food every day. There you go. <laughs> when it started to hit, what it ended. Whatever your idea is, we can't <laughs> wait to hear about it. Now that we've gone through our technique to try, it's time for our Polaroid fact. What is it this week, Alex? We are talking about the Fuji Islands. Fuji? Are you going to talk about Fujifilm? Talking about apples. I thought this was about Polaroid. Well, Fuji and Polaroid have a lot of history. Oh, it's, they got a lengthy relationship, huh? It's pretty lengthy. Is it complicated? It's very complicated as well. Are they together? Yes. Oh, do tell. Mood. The year is 1981. Ronald Reagan is president. The first space shuttle has launched. MTV has started. Mario and Donkey Kong have appeared on the scene. Speaking of Mario and Donkey Kong, do you know who else is Japanese? Fujifilm! 
Fujifilm is Japan's leading film manufacturer still. For 40 years! Since 1981, they have been Japan's leading film manufacturer. Their model was called the Photorama Instant Camera and the Integral F-Series. These films were largely based on Kodaks and they were even cross-compatible. Polaroid, of course. Polaroid, of course, said, BAM! Lawsuit! Patent infringement! Oh, wait! They actually came to a truce? Yep! Polaroid found something nice and juicy inside the Fujifilm labs. Polaroid, for the first time ever, had a settlement, had an out-of-court settlement, and a lawsuit. Polaroid granted Fuji the freedom to continue marketing their own cameras and film in exchange for exclusivity in the U.S. And oh yeah, give us access to all your labs and technologies, <laughs> even digital. This agreement gave Polaroid a huge head start in so many areas of development and manufacturing. You can find Fujifilm's influence on so many Polaroid products, including their very own branded videotapes, their 35mm film, and floppy disks. Yeah, those ones for storing old computer data. Then, by the mid-90s, Polaroid was the world's largest selling digital camera brand. Thanks, Fuji. Fuji and Polaroid would continue to collaborate on a number of projects together, including the first ever film compatible with Polaroid. Fuji began to move from their integral film to the Insac system. With Polaroid's patents expiring left and right, Fuji had crept its way, finally, into the American stores. Whoa, ah, ah, ah. In 2001, when Polaroid filed for bankruptcy and sold all the assets, Fuji would, until the release of Impossible's first film batch, of course, become the last manufacturer of Polaroid-compatible instant film. So what you're saying is that Polaroid and Fujifilm at first were like, no, nah. you're trying to copy my stuff. But then Polaroid said, wait, I think you have something I might be interested in. Let's step off the platform here and discuss a little bit. And there was a little exchanging of intel, and techniques and abilities and basically Polaroid said go take this off to Japan and continue doing your thing there and then later you can come to the US and share all your goodies back with us. Mm, well the only reason they got back into the US is because of their patents were expiring. Oh so, so they slowly, that, wasn't part, that wasn't part of their plan. Their patents expired and so Fuji slowly crept into the US in 2001 when uh, the Impossible Project and everything was developing. Polaroid had no pull. So Fuji crept into it. it Which would definitely explain why Instax became, became very so popular. popular. Was, 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. A little over 10 years ago? Yeah, when I was in high school, absolutely. So tell us, Alex. What are you going to focus on this month? Other than being silly? Yes, because during this segment of the show, our focus ons, you and I discuss what it is that we are going to focus on this past month, or we will be focusing on this coming month in regards to passion through Polaroids. Mm, in regards to passion through Polaroids, this month, well, this past month, I've been really focusing on 
uh, on the thank yous to everyone, um, all of our listeners and followers um, who take the time to go through and look at our gallery and our artwork and read our content. Um, I really find it important to show all of you love back and to share every single um, one of you who has shown us love. We feel an obligation and just a, it's a rewarding obligation, I almost feel like, that I've created for myself or for ourselves um, to show you how much we appreciate you. And so that's what I've been focusing on this last month. Um, along with just our normal content. So that has been passion for ploys for me this last month. And coming up, I really just want to continue that and to maybe do a few more posts, um, some more interactions. I really want to start um, having more questions and a little more interactions in our story as well for this coming month as far as passion is concerned. It's been pretty wild. We've done a few more questions and we've been starting to get more responses. Mm -hmm. And go oh, wait, oh no, I need to reshare all these answers. And it didn't seem like such a big deal when we had a slightly smaller following, but now that it's growing, it's like, oh my gosh, all of your answers are so important. They must be seen by everyone. And we have to share every single one. It's just not enough to skip over people. But then it does happen, not gonna lie. Because by the time it gets to that 24 hour mark, if I don't uh, video, like. That's on Instagram. It's like, I can't see it. One of my major focus ons for this past month was actually putting together and curating the photo sequence series that we are just now beginning to upload onto our Instagram profile. If you visit our Instagram page, you will see that each post usually has some pros posted below within the captions. Every time Alex posts a photo, he also goes through a very intense self-reflection progress process in which he will look through his previous journal entries that he handwrites. He then filters through those, um, kind of like a chunk segment at a time. He'll filter through those emotions and then you'll then translate it into a briefer set of prose for a reading audience. And the photos above, well, like way back when we started, they just used to be our photos in chronological order. <laughs> that was thanks to me, though, because <laughs> I do not have the lack of judgment in myself to choose which photos that I take I think are the best. It's a little too egotistical in my mind, even though I know it's not. I still choose not to. If it was not for Natalie curating our series, you would be seeing all of our photos in chronological order. So thanks to Natalie, um, you get the best the best content of what we have. Well, thank you, honey. I appreciate that. Um, when Alex actually started Passion, I think that was one of the first ways that you brought me into this. And we started to work together was you gave me that role of, can you pick which photos <laughs> that I should post? And that's what we do. We save all of our photos in a nice little box. And some of them are hung, of course. And every once in a while, when it's time to post new photos, we run out, I select a series. My personal method for selecting which series we post on our profile, I will just take out whatever photos we have. I pull out that box and the photos that are hanging, and I just start to select particular photos that feel good to me, I suppose. They feel good to look at. I start to notice patterns of which other photos share a similar quality 
And it's just based off that feeling. Sometimes a series might be five photos, sometimes it's 20 photos. Yeah, it's an emotional resonance. And I do the same when I choose my favorite photos whenever we review challenges. Just as we said earlier in this podcast, when I picked the one from a weirdo guy, (laughs) it was because I looked and, oh, I went into an emotional state in my head. And that's what I choose photos based on. There could be the most intricately, photographically, technical, correct Polaroid out there. I don't care if it doesn't give me an emotional resonance inside of me, because that's why I do all of this. What I appreciate about these series is it gets, it gives a photo a second chance in a way. There'll be times where you or I might take a photo, and as soon as we take it, I'm not happy with it, or you're Put not Put it in the happy. box. Yep. Like, I don't want to see this photo. Put it in the box. It's not what I wanted. <laughs> but then, even a year later, when I'm picking a series, suddenly that photo looks good in a new context. One of those, actually, the photo that kicked off this series was a photo from last New Year's when we went to Yucca Tap Room, a bar in Arizona, and they had these 2020 balloons hanging up. And I'm sorry, it, just, it looks so cheap. Like, I mean, it was definitely a dive bar. I totally get it. But the 2020 balloons were, like, hung up with, like, black tape, <laughs> electrical tape, like, in the background, barely holding on. And at the time when we took it, I was hoping that the tape wouldn't be in it and that it would look really cute. But it just showed all of the falsities behind it. But now that 2020 is out of clothes and we saw how the year went, that picture was pretty perfect to post. Barely hanging on. But yeah, so my focus on had been curating that particular series. If you're looking at our profile this month, I hope you really enjoy it. There are a lot of patterns and singularities, and I will leave it at that. What I would like to do now is start focusing on taking the month's podcast episode and tying it into our story. So that way, as we're talking about the different challenges that are occurring, we're sharing them on our stories on a regular organized basis uh, for our technique to try at home. Anyone who's trying that or if we're trying it, to share that and to keep it going. So that way, if you listen to our podcast, you're also seeing the similar content being reinforced on our story. And if somebody is not yet listening to our podcast and they see our story, either A, they'll be excited, maybe come over here and give it a listen, and B, they don't listen, but they still get great content. (laughs) So if you'd like to be featured, either use our hashtag, tag us, or just Slide in our DMs. Ooh, are we going to start using our hashtag now? Just like passion through Polaroids? I use it on every single one of our posts. You do, yes. But I do never promoted anyone else using it. Nope. Well, there you go. So tag us or use us as a hashtag. Until just now. Hashtag passion through Polaroids promotion official. And then you'll be in Natalie's focus on in our stories all the time. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. This week. Ah, see? This month. That's it for this month. <laughs> Do you have any final words for our listeners this month, Alex? You're going to be so wise the next time we talk to them. You're going to be a whole year older. Oh, yes. It is my birthday coming up. I turn 32 years old on January 15th. Which that is two to the power of five. Very nice. That was all I thought about that event this morning. (laughs) Thank you to everyone for listening to our podcast and taking time out of your morning, afternoon, or night to hang out with us. 
Um, it's a new year. It's 2021. Um, you can take what you want from it, but we really have a chance to start right now. And you can call it new year, new you. You can call it whatever you like. Um, but every single passing moment is another chance for us to turn it all around and for us to just start all over again. So I would like to leave you with a really wonderful quote by C.S. Lewis. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We are Passion Through Polaroid. Our Fuji fact has been brought to you by the book Polaroid, the complete guide to experimental instant photography. And our technique to try of this month comes to you from the book Polaroid, How to Take Instant Photos by Mitchell Beasley. We'll be back with more Instant Community News February 1st. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us, especially on Apple Podcasts. Your positive feedback will help our podcast grow. As always, we love hearing from you, so drop us a message and interact with us on Instagram at Passion Through Polaroids. You know we don't do anything but sit around and wait for your messages. Bye, guys! Annyeonghaseyo!